All right, welcome to Outrageously Unnecessary, a podcast all about the things that rich people have bought or done through the ages, because as long as rich people have existed, they've been doing stupid things with their money. Uh, I'm your host, Haley, and over there is my co-host, Steven. Hey, guys. Hi. It's been a hot minute. It has been I a feel hot like minute. we start off every single episode with that now. <laughs> I feel like uh, the, the gang expects it now. The gang absolutely expects it now. They're just like, mm, when will they come back from the war? And the answer is like six months later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My letter finally makes it through the war-torn post in the countryside. Like, oh, this was dated October. It's like, but they were alive in October. I know that at least. Yes, I know that um, for sure. <laughs> it's like, it's just a montage of like all this crap and all this shit and stuff that we're like fighting through. Just, yeah, no, it's absolutely. If you guys just want to picture where we're at in our lives, just go ahead and picture like a war movie where we're like busy fighting through. There's a couple of moments where I'm like laying underneath a horse for a while. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm trying to lift up said horse. And yeah. Like my arm is broken and my shoulder's dislocated, <laughs> and I'm trying to, to pick up this thing using only one arm. I'm digging my way out. <laughs> <laughs> that's how. I, so that's, yeah, that's how our lives have been. <laughs> it's just been a shit show, guys. It really has. Uh, but the the exciting news is this episode comes out on my birthday. So happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to you. Uh, and uh, also, if any mothers are out there listening on this, uh, obviously it's not going to come out on Mother's Day on today, but happy Mother's Day to you all mothers. We're recording on Mother's Day, we so are. that's got to count for something. It does. Yeah, that's why I mentioned it. So Yeah, if anyone wants to feel good about uh, <laughs> about anything embarrassing that they've done recently, I was on the phone with my mom. And I got into Discord to talk with Steven. I forgot that my mic was still on, so he got to hear half my conversation with my mother while I was busy not talking to him. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually I took my, my my headphones out so I could give you privacy. Oh, thank you. I just straight up forgot that my microphone was on, and it was just, and like you were like, I was just like, hey, I'm on the phone with my mom. I'll, I'll be right in, and I just get, oh, okay. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Oops. <laughs> so, yeah, I got to got to hear that for a while, but she's having a good day, so that's nice. That's good. Very good. Yeah, we uh, we took my mom out last night and uh, bought her dinner, and uh, she had a really good night. Uh, we, she doesn't get to get out of the house a whole, whole lot, so it was nice to be able to have some time with her, and she got to see the kiddos, of course, which is always oh, awesome. Good. So. Yeah, let me tell you, like, we went to uh, pick up some food from Cheesecake Factory last mm. night. Everyone was there, now that I'm realizing for Mother's Day, because everyone was dressed really nice. And I was like, why are you dressing so damn fancy for Cheesecake Factory? And, <laughs> <laughs> and so, ah, people, at Mother's Day, that's a thing. I haven't been in the same state as my mom for a while, so mm. I forget that you actually do things with your with your mom on Mother's Day. I'm rambling. Would you like to hear my topic for today? <laughs> I would love to, and I'm sure our listeners would love to, too. So, All right. Perfect. So, uh, this one, uh, we're going we're gonna to take it back to the 1900s. Mm, okay. So, yeah. So, uh, also, sweet Jesus, my apologies for anything that I'm about to pronounce wrong. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of it. Um, 
Muhammad Mohammed Kanji III was born on the 2nd of August, 1900 in Junagadh, mm, India. Yeah, Junagadh. As the fourth son of H.H. Nawab Sir Muhammad Rasul Kanji. As the fourth son of the Nawab, Muhammad was not expected to amount to anything other than like decent marriage maintaining the family name okay that was a lot of names i just threw at you we're good <laughs> yeah uh and uh gilda gang there's gonna be a test at the end of this so <laughs> there's absolutely gonna be a test <laughs> when is his birthday tell me this right now <laughs> <laughs> pronounce his name backwards go <laughs> uh the third kanji <laughs> okay so anyway so he's number four in the lineup somehow all three of his older brothers died <laughs> By the time that Muhammad turned eight years old, which oh made him the gosh. official successor of his father's title of Nawab. Oh my gosh! What a what a way to come into that at eight years old. How like how traumatizing. I know. Like I couldn't find anything what happened to his siblings, but all I know is that somehow all of them died by mm. the time he was eight. Mm. So he's now the official successor. Mm. Um, that and eight in case year old straight up murdered them. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm sure that there was some sort of, like, familiar successor ploy happening. He hired some assassins, <laughs> sent them out into the jungle. 100%. It's a, it's a rough world out there for anyone who's just in the line of succession. That's why we're all wondering, like, Prince Harry's getting ready to just... Right. Uh, yep, absolutely. Anyways, so... Um... Sorry, that was a big pause. I lost my train of thought. So, uh, <laughs> oh boy, can we tell it's been a day already? It's not even noon. Doing good. Um, doing great. Doing great. Okay. Anyways, so he's the official successor of the father's title of Nawab. His father is still alive when he's eight years old, by the way. He's not Nawab wow. at eight years old. Mm. Um, by the way, in case you're wondering what a Nawab is, because I had to Google it, Wikipedia says a Nawab is a royal title indicating a sovereign ruler, often of South Asian in a, of a South Asian state, uh, and in many ways is comparable to the Western title of king. Mm. So basically, so, as Nawab, sovereign ruler of uh, Junagadh, India. So cool. That's. Yeah, Junagadh is like a territory or a state in India. You know what would um, been even really, even so much cooler is if uh, this kid's name was Bob. So he could be called Nawab Bob. Nawab Bob. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Nawab Bob. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nawab Bob uh, ends up ascending to the throne at age 11. Uh, so not much better than him at age 8. Uh, so. Sure. Yeah, so he becomes the Nawab, but because he's only 11 years old, they do the smart thing. They put a regent in his place. So the regent is taking care of business. He officially ascends to the throne in 1920, so when he's 20 years old. Uh, and by all accounts, he was actually a well-loved ruler, which is great. But that does not mean that he was without his quirks. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, who wouldn't be becoming the Nawab of your of your state so what, at 11 years so, old? So what was his quirk? You Are said, you asking this in a My Hero Academia fashion? <laughs> you, said he had, you said he had quirks, so I'm like, okay. I'm his quirk it. is dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, his, his quirk is called animal lover. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Uh, so this is where we're going with this. Is he's I'm a self-professed animal lover. Um, before we get super into his eccentric endeavors with animals, uh, we're just going to highlight the very, very cool thing that he helped do, which uh, I, I put in my notes. It's kind of rare for rich and noble people to do something well noble. <laughs> mm. And I stand by that. <laughs> mm. it's, it's very rare to hear of a rich person actually doing something like decent so anyways the decent thing that he did was uh his grandfather started this tradition and then he kind of carried it on and really established it but basically um uh in india there was the asiatic lion population uh that lived in the gur forest which is um in their territory mm -hmm. and the asiatic lions uh, their population was dwindling uh, because basically all of people, rich white British people would come there to hunt because big game trophies are a big thing, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So basically British people uh, and neighboring Indian princes as well. It wasn't just the British people, but um, it, it was a big sport. You'd come into the area, you hunt the big <clears throat> game. Uh, and so uh, the numbers of the lions were dwindling, and so were the numbers of leopards, tigers, and wolves. And so his grandfather issues uh, a rule that the animals could only be killed with special permits, reasoning, circumstances. And so by 1905, there were only about 100 lions left. And so when our boy Nawa Bob comes in, he takes power, and he comes in swinging, and he just says, hey, the lions live on my ancestral homeland, and anyone who shoots one is going to be considered as insulting my family. So no more shooting them. Oh, Fuck off. shit. He just yeah. fucking threw down. He threw down. He he took off his gloves and slapped people across the face like, no more. Um, uh, you could literally call him the Lion King. <laughs> uh. See, not one Bob or the Lion King. <laughs> uh. Yeah. So anyways, I thought that was super cool. That's mostly like if you're going to look up articles about him, it's all going to mostly be about how he helped save the Asiatic lion population. And the reason why we have these lions today is because he was like, no more killing them. Fuck you. Yep. All you, all you got to do, kids, is just Google the Lion King. and He'll be the first one that pops up every time. Nah. <laughs> 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 Why? Why are, <laughs> Why are we ridiculous? Do you know that the like if you translate those lyrics, it pretty much says, "Look, there's a lion, there's a lion over there." No. Yeah. <laughs> but you need to find that <laughs> and absolutely post it on our our page. <laughs> I will. Um, and I'm being 100% serious. That's not a joke. That's the actual translation. Um. <laughs> I love that so much. Okay. So. Moving on from his good from his good deeds, basically uh, the eccentricities, the quirk of our sweet man, our sweet Nawab Bob, is uh, eccentric animal loving behavior, in that he loved dogs, he loved dogs so much. Mm -hmm. uh, his dogs were just the light of his life, according to a 2003 article from the Tribune India, the Maharaja the Maharaja of Junagadh owned 800 dogs each with its own room, a telephone, and oh, a servant. My gosh, that's amazing. Wait, what's a dog going to fucking do with a phone, Haley? 
I'm assuming it's for the servant to use, but maybe they mm. trained the dog. I mean, mm. have you seen the videos of the dogs nowadays learning how to talk via button? Uh, that's a thing now? You've not seen the... Okay, well, everybody no? go look up Bunny the dog on Instagram because I love Bunny more than anything. But she basically... There's a lot of dogs that are doing this, but Bunny is the main one that I know of. But there's a bunch of buttons. You start off with buttons and you, like, teach them to say, like, play or outside or potty or blah, blah. And they start telling you things that they want. And Bunny has been doing it for so long now that she's starting to figure out how to put together, like, sentences. And she's starting to figure out, like, she's starting to have, like, existential dread, which is interesting. Because she she has asked the question, dog, why? And it's, oh, I don't, because God made you a dog. I don't know how to answer that. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> why? A, 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 <sighs> a dog having an existential crisis would just be the most like heart wrenching thing. You just you see her. She's so confused, and she's like, "Mom, can't you answer this question for me?" Dog, why? Yeah, dog, why? Oh, dog, why? I don't know. <laughs> um, Great. I know. I, yeah. My brain's going to be thinking about it for the rest of the day. It's just sitting in my chair with my cup of tea and just dog, why? Dog, why? <laughs> I think for you, it's probably you're going to go back to like Greek philosophy of just like, man, why? Yes, yes, mm. Abs- absolutely. Isn't that where um, id, ego, and um, yeah came from? It was Greek? I think so. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they came from. Ooh. It's like it's one of the, one of the Socrates, Socrates, Plato. Aristotle, Plato. Yeah, one of those guys. Those, those guys. Man, I'm, yeah, I'm it, sure Chidi from the Good Place would know. Yeah. Um, or if any of you gang know that, just you know, type us a message. Drop that knowledge like, on us. We're was, not smart. It was this and this and this. <laughs> We're here for fun facts. <laughs> okay. So, <sighs> anyways, but perhaps maybe maybe the dog learned how to ring the thing, but they would probably. At this time, it would have just been the little receiver and you speaking into the phone to be like, connect me to so-and-so and you're holding it up to your ear and like it looks like a candlestick that you're holding in your hand. Maybe mm-hmm. the dogs figured out how to do that. I don't know. Um, but anyways, so yeah, each their own room. They had a telephone and a servant. So eight, it's amazing. 800 rooms and 800 servants and 800 telephones. It's amazing. It's so amazing. Okay, a white-tiled hospital existed with a British vet who attended to their ailments. And then when a dog died, Chopin's funeral march was played and a state of mourning was declared. Mmm. Wow. Imagine having to suddenly wear black because, like, ah, the king's dog died. We have to... We're we're not allowed to do anything today. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, so anyways... Uh, so the man spent thousands upon thousands of rupees on his dog. Um, he would hold birthday parties and even weddings for his favorite dogs. He had his favorite dog, uh, Rashanara, marry the Nawab of Mangrel's royal golden retriever, Bobby. (laughs) I love that his dog is Rashanara and then other... Indian prince's dog is a golden retriever named Bobby. <laughs> Bobby. 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 The ceremony apparently had 50,000 guests. I can't I can't figure out where that number came from. I literally cannot get it verified by anywhere other than like the the article from the Tribune. Mm-hmm. But 
So uh, perhaps it wasn't 50,000 guests, but you know what? The India Tribune says it was 50,000. Um, so sure, we'll go with that. Yeah, and Reddit also says so. And if we can't believe Reddit, who can we believe? <laughs> Absolutely. Reddit is where I get probably 80% of my <laughs> source of information <laughs> nowadays. <laughs> for all you Reddit so, users out there, thank you. <laughs> yep. But anyways, the wedding for these two dogs cost more than 22,000 rupees. Unbelievable. Yep. The ceremony itself was over the course of three days. <laughs> of course. Because why it not? It was a three-day wedding ceremony for two dogs. So, uh, quote again from the Tribune India article, uh, quote, the dogs were shampooed, perfumed, bejeweled, and decked in brocade. Rashanara was carried in on a silver palanquin to the Dubrar Hall, and 250 dogs attired in brocade, a military band, and a guard of honor had received the groom Bobby, bedecked in gold bracelets and a necklace at the railway station. This had been followed by a grand wedding feast. (laughs) I just love the idea that a military band and an honor guard went to the train station to get this dog. (laughs) (sighs) Yes, real good. Okay. Woof. So... I'm sorry. We're gonna we're take we're gonna take a downturn on the mood here. Uh, dog funerals. Oh no. Quote again from the India Tribune: The Maharaja of Junagad had his liveried staff dress his dogs in formal evening suits, mount them on rickshaws, and drive them on a British wait what? And drive them on a British summer capital. Sh- this is a weird sentence. Mount them on rickshaws and drive them out onto the British summer capital Shimla's fashionable mall. Uh, The women were infuriated, often feeling a dog's breath on their pale powdered faces as the rickshaws jostled for space on the way to the Cecil Hotel for a dance. Yikes. Interesting. The, Ma- the Maharaja <laughs> had a stormy meeting with the Viceroy and promised to keep his dogs locked away. He had agreed, but waited until there was a ball at the Viceragal Lodge and ordered his servants to round up every crazed lunatic pie dog in Simla. He set them loose on the grounds and was rewarded by the sound of a horrified, of horrified memeshives shrieking like peacocks. This was the most confusing paragraph. I, we have to break this down. That was an extremely confusing paragraph because I thought I was writing. There's so much info. about funerals. <laughs> there was a lot happening there. Let's. Re- I'm so sorry, everybody. This is what happens when I copy and paste stuff. Okay, basically, from what I understand, I think this was two separate events. Funeral for dog funerals. What he would do would he would dress them up in formal evening suits get them onto rickshaws. They'd be carried on those rickshaws out to like the mall, the ceremony would happen, etc. But then also, if there was ever a fancy party event, everyone who was attending just kind of felt mildly pissed off because they were competing against the dogs for attention. And then there was a guy who had the title of uh, Viceroy and the Viceroy hated dogs made the Maharaja promise not to bring any of his dogs to a ball. And the Maharaja was like, 
sure, I can do that. And then just decide the Maharaja, our, our sweet Nawabab, decided that he was going to take every dog he had and just let him loose. Yeah. Is, I think that's I think that's what I just said. God, that was a really I'm so sorry, Guilty Gang. That was a lot. <laughs> Gosh. Not what Bob really makes what they say come true, Haley. Um it, it has to be true because every dog has its day. <laughs> Boo. I'm gonna ignore that and just keep on trucking. Okay. Um so finally, at the time of India's independence in 1947, the Maharaja eventually ceded his land to Pakistan, uh, which invited military action, and he ended up leaving India entirely. So he's no longer the Maharaja because he decided to give it up to Pakistan, and he packed up 200 of his favorite dogs and then left, and he brought all of the dogs, but not his wife. <gasps> Cold. Cold. We know where his loyalties lie. And that's all I have written on Nawab Bob. Oh, my goodness. I love Nawab Bob. I also love Nawab Bob. But let's remember, everybody, his name is actually Mohammed Mohammed Kanji III. (laughs) A.K.A. Nawab Bob. Nawab Bob. That was amazing. That was wonderful, Haley. Thank you. It's kind of it was it was a lot. And, you know, sometimes working through uh sometimes working through the um the things i copy and pasted was difficult but i appreciate everyone sticking with me yeah yeah let's take a look you uploaded Uh, something oh look there he is oh okay okay so a very what i what i would picture a very traditional looking um indian maharaja and he's got that sweet-looking boy down. It looks like, almost looks like a, not quite a pit bull, but it's got. It it's does like, kind of look like a pit bull, like a bright white pit bull. Yeah, but like look at his like his jaw and like his. He's, just, he's sleek. He's a sleek pit bull. He's mm-hmm. not. A, he's not a, like a fat head like right. a lot of pit bulls are now. I say that with the most love in the world. Pitties are so cute, but they all have fat heads. Hmm. But anyways, I sent you a second photo where he's just got his hands in front of him and he just looks like a, a chubby little dork. I love him. Oh, what a, what a chubby dork. Yeah. And again, look at that guy. most affection. Absolutely. He looks like a nice Maharaja. Yeah. He's just, he's just a man with 800 dogs and 800 servants and 800 rooms and 800 telephones. Wow. And also kicking ass and taking names when it comes to lions conservation. Absolutely. Well, that's awesome. Great, great topic. Great topic. Thanks. I thought he was fun. Yeah. Anyways, shall we chump change? Chump chump change. You got anything good for All me? All right. So for chump change today, um, sticking with the uh, the anime theme. Um, so, so Gilda Gang. So I did not. I did not always used to be into anime. And there may be some of you listeners out there that are like, "Oh, I don't like anime." Well, that's fine. There may be some of you that are. But um, the the very first anime that I got into um, or was shown, forced to see, we'll say, um, was the original Dragon Ball. And uh, of course, I fell in love with it. Um, fell in love with just like the animation, um, the very. 
the very complex, both situational and like familial type themes that anime seems to handle within all their various tropes. Um, also, little fun fact, Haley, I did not realize, but anime, uh, you know, there's a particular kind of anime called shonen, shonen mm-hmm. anime. Um, I did not realize this until a friend of ours explained this, but the different types of anime are targeted towards a very sp- specific uh, type of, of group. I can't remember what, it, what that's called, um, but they're, they're targeted towards a, a very specific like age group and also gender too as well. Yep. Sh- shonen means young boy. So yes, sh- and the the typical the typical. Uh characteristics of a shonen anime is basically you have your main protagonist who's a boy not necessarily good at what he does but very passionate about it he gets beaten down comes back up that sort of thing friends he makes along the way push him towards his goal there you go that's a shonen anime that there naruto my hero academia yep absolutely (laughs) yeah so i i I had no idea so i blew my mind so that was just a little fun fact but um sticking with the anime theme i um have recently excuse me, started collecting some, some figurines, um, just, you know, here and there. Um, I've got a couple from, um, I have some Funko pops. Um, one of them was sent to, uh, me by yours truly, Haley, uh, sitting over there. We sent each other literally the same Funko pop for Christmas. A hundred percent. And we didn't even plan it. We just did it. <laughs> it was amazing. Um, so I've, I've got I've got a couple Funko Pops, and then I have some actual like really nicely well made figurines um, from One Punch Man. Also, well, like another one of my favorite shows. But I was curious because I've, obviously I've gotten into more anime. I'm like, well, how how expensive can just anime figurines get? And like, what is what would be the most expensive anime figurine out there right now that you could purchase? Well, I found it. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> so, um, for those of you who are familiar with the anime, or not necessarily have seen it, but have heard it, um, One Piece. So, One Piece... One Piece is one of the longest-running animes in history. There's over 900 episodes. All right, cool. So, I would say most of you have. Cool. Moving on. So, when One Piece was released, um, a sculptor and anime a figurine creator by the name of Tokuruki Honten, uh, he introduced the world to one of the most expensive anime figures that are, have been ever made. Now, it's not the best like, work of art, but it is made of pure, solid gold. And it is a, uh, I, I cannot remember the, the main title character's name. Oh, it's Monkey, Monkey D. Luffy. It is a Monkey D. Luffy statue made of solid, or figurine, excuse me, made of solid gold. And it could be yours for a little over $200,000. No! <laughs> $200,000. I'm not paying that. I refuse to get into One Piece because I don't have time to watch 900 episodes of something. Granted, I did just watch all 500 episodes of Naruto this past year. But... Yeah. So I just sent you a picture of Monkey. Uh, and no! look at it. It's solid 
gold. He's definitely he's doing the two hands up in the air, yeah, sort of sort of pose. Mm-hmm. Oh no! And he looks tiny. That's a small statue, and he's worth two hundred thousand dollars. Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, it's like you can either have monkey or you can have a house, like. I'll gotta... take the house, but also <laughs> I still don't think two hundred thousand dollars is gonna get me a house. <laughs> right. Well, probably not where you live, but uh, two hundred thousand would get me like a decent mid-sized house, like three bedroom. Two yeah, you bath. know what? You know what that would get me? That would get me a studio. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. We guys, we had an entire freaking the conversation about how bad the housing market is right now but we're not gonna drag you down with that anyways go look at the instagram if you want to see this solid gold statue that makes me angry (laughs) Uh, okay so what a good chump change thank you for that yeah i hope everyone is super down to hear us talk about anime (laughs) (laughs) All, all, all of our listeners are like we fucking hate anime. Can you please we stop? We fucking hate anime, guys. Yeah. We're here for the weird history, and we're just like anime. <laughs> Did you catch the most recent episode of <laughs> that time I got reincarnated as a slime? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, so we're nerds, and if you didn't know that by now, this must be your first time here. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> And if also, it's first time, it- how how did you possibly find us if this is your first time here? We haven't uploaded in two months. Yeah, absolutely. And, and then second of all, uh, I'm sorry. And then third of all, welcome. <laughs> but, uh, but mostly yeah. we're sorry. But mostly we're sorry. <laughs> Steven, do you have a story for me today? Uh, also, oh, oh, uh, 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 uh. you started a series last time. I was, I know, I was getting ready to jump into it. Get, oh, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. All right, so, so last episode, um, for all you guys out there, I uh, started a series called Crazy Cribs and talking about some of the most, um, like, expensive. I feel like I need a guitar riff in there. Like, I need to right? go buy a guitar riff and just go, wow. So say uh, it again, say it again, and we'll put the stinger in there. Crazy Cribs. <laughs> Oh man, so yeah, so crazy cribs. Um, so I have found five, uh, and I started one last week, uh, or the last time we recorded. I've got five of the most interesting to me, most expensive cribs homes out there in the world right now um, that you can purchase if you are wealthy enough. So um, number two today, crazy cribs number two is all about staying in. To go out. Huh? 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 All of you are like, what? Steven, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Well, what if whenever you had an urge and you were sitting in your house, and you're like, man, I really want to go out. You didn't have to go anywhere. You could just stay in your house and go out and have a good time. Haley, what would you say to that? You didn't have to leave your house. You could just go out. And that's living the dream. That is the actual <laughs> dream that I I would like to stay in my house, but have everything that I want and feel fulfilled in life. Is Abs- that so much to ask? It's not. It's not so much to ask. So I have a couple different sources that I found. One of them um, popped up on Facebook, and I really wasn't even looking for another crazy uh, like uh, a crazy crib at that point. But I, I found I. 
you said, hey, you might be interested in this based on the other things you have interest in. I said, I don't have a whole lot of interest in anything that you just said. So I don't know how you found this and why you're attributing it to me, Facebook, but eh, Facebook. So uh, there's a couple different uh, sources. Um, I've got a uh, most of them are all online. Um, they are um, some websites that you can visit that have a lot of just cool kind of random stuff on. Um, a lot of, some of them are like higher bougie type websites of, you know, if, if you want to like, you know, get into food and drink travel or home styles, um, kind of the whole works. Uh, but the first report that came up was from Rob report. Um, it's robreport.com. And I also looked up, um, a couple different other coinciding articles that it referenced, um, the sun, uh, UK sun, and then also a realtor.com as well. So. These all sound like credible sources, a lot better than uh, me desperately trying to read an Indian article. It's okay. Reddit, it's baby. Reddit, <laughs> yes. Reddit. Reddit says there's 50,000 guests at this thing. <laughs> Probably true. Yes. Yes. Uh, okay, what does Realtor.com have to say? Okay, so well, first we're, we're actually going to do the Rob Report first. So mm, um, okay. this particular house um, was bought by a man and his wife um, by the name of Tom Blair. And let me find his wife's name really fast. It's like right here. Tom Blair here. sounds like a bitch. I'm putting it out there right now. Mm, 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 mm. Tom Blair. Where are strong you? feelings towards Tom Blair. Yeah. So Tom and Alice Blair. Tom uh, was a individual who um, integrate or first built or founded, built, and integrated four major pharmaceutical companies, very successful medical companies. Um, he's since retired. Um, but looking at his life, I'm like, okay, if this guy's a pharmaceutical guy, like he's, he's had to have done some shady shit, like 100%. I couldn't find any dirt on him. Like every, anything that I found on him, he was a good guy, great work ethic, and gave a lot back to the like, community as well as um, – eventually like turned over like his uh it was, sounds too his, good to be true i know i know and i'm keeping does. i'm keeping my uh, i've got my eye on you tom blaine blair 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 tom blair <laughs> fuck you tom blair so uh, he bought this uh, this home which sits just outside of washington dc near the potomac and he bought this house in 1987, 86, 87. So my birth year. Uh, and he bought it for $280,000. Okay. So back then, that was a pretty hefty chunk of change for uh, a nice house um, back in the 80s, mid, eight, mid to late 80s. Mm -hmm. um, so here, just a few years ago, um, of course, this man has owned and profited from four major medical companies. Obviously, he's super, super wealthy. So he decided that, you know, instead of having to go someplace exotic or go and visit somewhere to have a really cool experience, um, and this also trickled down from uh, he has grandkids and he wanted a someplace where his grandkids could also, you know, be safe and but also experience something super cool without having to leave the home. So all of you are like, okay, what's the buildup for? So the, his his mansion, okay, and this is it's it's a hundred percent a mansion now. Um, he has wait, so he's 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 constructed it to be a mansion, or did he buy it as a mansion? 
Uh, so it was like a half, I would say like a half mansion when he bought it, but now he has constructed it um, and he has added a lot of construction to where it is now considered a mansion because okay. his, uh, his whole estate is uh, just over 12,000 square feet. Now, it has uh, almost any amenity that you can expect. Um, it's got seven bedrooms, eight full baths, ten fireplaces, and a four-car garage. So, super, super impressive. So, uh, I've got this planned out in a certain way. So, I'm going to just send you some pictures of the outside as well as the inside of the house. Just so you can okay. kind of get, get a scope for just All the outside right. of this house. Okay, outside of the house... I mean, it's big, but it looks it looks genuinely it's like a colonial style, mm -hmm, like big mm -hmm. brick house with all the windows and the nicely man. Like it's big, but I have seen houses of this size, you know, like it, it's definitely a mansion. And it's when you go to the rich neighborhood and you're like, ah, these people have money, but not like I feel incredibly bad about myself, rich. Does that right. make sense? Is that a good comparison? That's a pretty solid comparison, I would say. So uh, I'm uploading I'm up uploading all the videos, but I want you to kind of look through one by one and kind of talk about them one by one. Okay, kitchen. This is a nice kitchen. It's, very, it's like everything is white, dark gray countertops, got a nice island. Again, I'm not feeling like this is out of the ordinary for what what this house is is telling me oh they have a library and it's gorgeous that's that's it's, a library that's nice that's a, it's got a fireplace it's got the two very classic leather sitting chairs and it's uh, also got uh the classic family portrait above the mantle. above the fireplace yes yep. absolutely it's very large and then the books all the way up it's very it's, i would i would love to have that library i do have a question as to why the violin on the side table is in a glass case that's weird um okay we got we got i'm assuming this is like the entry mm -hmm. into this is it. the entry parlor mm -hmm. is, you got your big stairs you got a chandelier you got several directions you could go nice table in the middle it's very shiny someone uses a lot of pledge um probably not them i'm assuming they have a maid Okay, next we oh tennis courts. They look like tennis courts. Standard. Uh I'm assuming this is the basement. We got a nice pool hall. It's a nice pool table. You got mm -hmm. a dartboard. It looks like kind of an old tavern situation. And then ooh. Okay, we got we got a nice like covered awning walkway in I mean this is either the backyard or the front yard or it's connecting two halves of the house. I don't know. It's that's very nice. This all seems extremely pleasant. I would live here. A little formal for me, but I would live here. For sure, for sure. Super, super nice. But Haley, that's not what makes this mansion so special. I was wondering what we were going to get to. I was like, Stephen, this isn't crazy yet. This is just your standard rich guy. <laughs> right, 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 right. So uh, going back to, hey, I want to create a an amazing experience for, for 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 anybody who wishes to buy this house which the house is actually and the property is actually up for sale we'll get to that at the end for it's how up much. for sale right now at this moment um it's should still be because it's uh, the the pricing is still going up in that i know so, that we don't we don't know what the price is right now you haven't revealed it but i'm just saying gilded gang we could all live together if we just pool our money and create mm. a collective house 
It's mm. large enough. It's it is. Large I could enough. have a wing to myself. Stephen could have a wing to his self. You all could have wings to yourself. Somebody could live on the tennis court in a tent. It's possible. Okay, continue. So, um, again, keeping in mind that he bought the house in the, in 87, 8687 uh, for about $280,000. And what it's worth now, he put in probably a good, cool couple million at least to transform the entire basement into a town. What? I'll say that again. He transformed his entire basement into a perfect replica of a 1920s town. So we got a butcher, a baker, a candlestick maker. That sort of shit's happening right now? That sort of shit is 100% can I ha- happening. Is it large enough that I can have a carriage go through? Well, let me answer. Can your, my Model T go through? Let me answer that question with a picture. Okay. So... This is one of the first shots that you would get by walking down the central stairs that lead down into the interior of the basement town, where you'll see large, spacious walkways. Oh, there's a car in here! uh, Large, spacious walkways, shops, and there are even, he he has even put in, and this is sorting from all uh, multiple, uh, multiple sources, that... Um, he modeled it after, after the town centers of yesteryear. It has stone paved thoroughfares and 15 brick storefronts, which include a movie theater and a post office. It's a flower shop. Many of them are fleshed out with realistic interiors. The space is so large that it fits three real cars and not just any cars, but a Citroen 2CV Charleston edition a Jaguar XKE Series 2, and a MGTD, which is a, a, a MIG. Uh, that's what they usually call it, but it's, a, it's a, uh, a small little sports car. So he transformed through uh, a, lot of, a lot of work um, and this a lot of money. This is the thing ever. So I'm going to upload all the pictures to you to show you... Um, Oh my god, god, yeah, guys, these are absolutely going up on, on the social meds. You have to see them. They're, this is the only thing that is ruining the illusion right now is the ceiling, because the ceiling is all like exposed house pipe ductwork, etc. If he could get a roof on there and paint it like sky blue with some clouds and stuff like that, it would yep. be perfect. Oh my god, it's like the, it's the feeling that you get when you're walking through downtown Disney. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, and he's got um, another property um, that all- we could go get tattoos, guys. <laughs> there's a yep, there's a flower shop, a tattoo studio, a massage parlor. Um, there's a sign above the door of the cinema that advertises screenings of Mary Poppins, The Exorcist and Platoon, which are films from the 1960s, 70s and 80s, respectively. Um and then there's also I would a po- watch Mary Poppins down there. A hundred percent. There's uh, gingerbread in the window of the bakery. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, so rich man's house. So ugly above. So delightful below. So back in the first part of 2020, there was a tweet um, that somebody had posted uh, about this particular mansion and it 
it went viral within moments. I remember that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I knew this seemed familiar. Yep. It, it went super. Yeah. So it went super viral and it garnered a lot of attention. Um, but also a lot of people like reached out to Tom and Allison like, Hey, why did you do this? Why, why, why would you spend millions of dollars to transform this? And Tom and Alice both said they just wanted a space for fun with family and friends. I, yeah. I mean, if you have the money to just do this, I feel like this is a significantly better way to like put your money towards your money and time towards than buying a, a $200,000 tiny statue of Luffy. But <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so uh, anyways, uh, lastly, so kind of t- tidying this up, um, we're gonna get to the price in a second. But uh, on Realtor.com, it lists that, at, um, and this isn't a most recent, um, this was just a link, so it's not the most recent Realtor listing, but um, it lists that seven beds, 8.5 plus baths, 12,089 square feet on a two to four, two to four acre lot. I think it's four now. They've added some, some property and some land um, since it was first listed back in 2019. Um but uh, let's see here. It was built in 1987, uh, and he finished and updated it uh, in December of 2020. So um, it looks like I would dare say probably Haley that ceiling has been finished by now because most of those pictures are from 2020. So yeah. uh, like the, the first Does part of 2020. Does it come with the cars? That is actually a question that a lot of people have asked, How but has do not you been get answered. The cars down there. How do you get the cars down there? How do you get the cars down there? There's only stairs. Nope there there is a side garage uh, oh, that okay. that, oh. that opens up. Um, so because it also has an auto repair shop and a gas station as of well. Fucking course it does, and it's all functional. This is all functional. This yep. is insane. Yep, it's all 100 percent functional. 100 percent everything. Any any place that you can go inside and visit is fully functioning. Now obviously it's not staffed, but um, of course for any type of events or anything like that. I, I, I assume it would not be hard to get those places staffed with the correct type of, you know, people and who do that line of work. So, uh, but yeah, the, the, uh, the cinema works, um, you know, the flower shop has regularly stocked up nice flowers of all different kinds. Um, it's also got like a, a sports memorabilia shop too, as well in it. Uh, and there's also even a church down there too, as well. Time to go to chapel, kids. Time to go to church. Take me to church. <laughs> Ma, do I gotta get out of my pajamas to go to this? Yes, honey, you guys still put on your Sunday best. The Lord is watching and he can see through the earth to our basement town. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So, um, I know the moment you've all been waiting for. How much is it listed for? Like what? So he bought it in 1987 for 280000 What is it worth in 2021 and the answer is 4.5 million dollars that's not even i mean that's obvious i never will have that amount of money but but i'm just saying we could probably all pool something together yeah for four and a half mil yeah we, we could do it yeah absolutely um Kill the gang. Start I've contacting got... us. How? What is your network? This isn't a this isn't a scam or a pyramid scheme. Tell me your social security number. Um, 
Uh, she didn't mean that. She did not mean that. Don't report us. <laughs> no, no, it's absolute. I mean, it's just uh, there happens to be. Wait, how many numbers are in her social? Nine numbers. If you happen to know nine numbers that you think is gonna get us this house. Uh, so, uh, anyways, that's uh, kind of that's kind of wrapping it up. Um, uh, he does actually have another property that, in similar fashion, he's got some other different cool additions. Um, I haven't really kind of researched and looked into that, but that is not uh, the next crazy crib. Um, you'll, uh, I'm looking forward to the next one. But for for this one, we're going to wrap it up with uh, the mansion with, with the town underneath and to get out even when you're staying in. I'm just so here for all of this, and I'm... I'm glad that you looked into this because I remember this viral this viral thing that went off where it's like this guy built a town in his basement. Yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. I hadn't considered that it was more than just the one photo I saw. Right, right, right. Abs- yeah, absolutely. Um, no, it's it's awesome. Um, you can actually. I mean, it, it's still it's still listed. Um, obviously, you know things are crazy. You know, right now with the, the housing market. Again, we're not going to go into that conversation. We have prior to this recording it just makes me sad it's gonna make me cry um but yeah so it's it's listed um i think once the pandemic starts letting up they you know they'll allow um you know tour groups to go through and stuff or you know if you want to you know if you're actually interested in buying a gang field trip we could build a gang field trip everyone like make sure that like you got your shots we're good to travel absolutely ggft the gilded gang field trip yes Absolutely, and then maybe we'll we'll get a cruise going. Other podcasts have done that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just saying, field trips, field trips with all our lovelies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, Haley, it was wonderful to talk to you again. It was wonderful to do this again. Yes, it was absolutely delightful. Hopefully, we'll get more into the swing of things again. No yes. promises, Gilded Gang. You know who we are. We're trash. You know who we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but somehow. You still find us and listen to us and download our episodes? Yeah, that was fun looking. It's like, hey, we haven't uploaded in two months and we're still getting listens every day. How the fuck? Yeah, we were like, how the fuck are these people finding us? Who are you? Who are? It's just me. I just sent Stephen the gif of Patrick, like with all the eyeballs under his rock and him holding groceries going, who are you people? That's how I feel anyways. But I am glad that you're here. Um, yes, absolutely. Tell all your friends. No doubt. <laughs> no, tell all of your friends, but also let them know that they're going to be sorely disappointed if they're looking for anything with any sort of schedule. <laughs> true, true, true. It's just, it's just the way that it is. If you don't follow us on the social medias, you should go follow us on the social medias because that is usually where I announce a couple of days ahead of time. Just like, hey, go ahead and expect something this week. A little treat for you, from you to me. <laughs> A little, a little treat. A little, a little treat just for you. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to see all of the photos of the things that we talked about today, our, our sweet Nawab Bob and his puppy, and then also a very expensive gold statue of Luffy from One Piece, <laughs> and then this very amazing basement town where I do believe I should go get my first tattoo. <laughs> Maybe I'll just get something that says Gilded Gang on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but money signs up and down my arm. Um, mm, yeah, mm. go follow us at Outrageously Unnecessary on Instagram, at Oh Unnecessary Pod on Twitter, and uh, you can always email us, but 
No one ever does. Um, <laughs> give us, go ahead and get on iTunes or wherever you listen to and give us a rating. It actually does help people find us. Again, we do want people finding us even though we have no schedule because we're trash. <laughs> trash. Trash. Golden we love trash. You. <laughs> yeah, we are some golden trash. Mm-mm-mm. All right. Mm-mm-mm. Thanks, guys. Bye.